This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. The second question, are you ready for this? The second question that Solomon asks, how are we doing with audio guys? Everything's good? Alright, quick break before we go to number second, uh, the second question, hold on. Alright, got to do some stretches before this, right? I can't wait to be walking and preaching again, man. I hate sitting down and preaching, just FYI. Alright, second question, are you ready for this? Are you ready to listen? Are you ready to listen? Not just what you want to hear, but are you ready to really listen to what God has to say? Are you really ready to listen so that things change? You know, a lot of times people, uh, like it says in the book of Timothy, they they, they want tickling ears. They're like, tell me something that I would like to hear. Tell Tell me something that's quotable. Tell me something that I can just go regurgitate to my friends and look smart. But are you ready to listen to what God has to say that will transform your life and change you and cause you to live with an eternal perspective while you're living in this temporary garbage called life? A huge problem in Christianity. Take a wild guess. A huge problem in Christianity is, what would you say? Go on, comment right there. I'll give you some time. What do you guys think? Alright, crickets. Here we go. That's the biggest problem in Christianity. No one communicates in church. Come on, guys! Participate, right? No. Um, while you're typing that out, let me, let me elaborate a little bit and, uh, and I'll tell you what I think the biggest problem in Christianity is. You know, there are Christian leaders uh, who you know, start off really well and then what happens, man? They surround themselves with yes-men. Right? They surround themselves with people that really don't want... Uh, you know, the sermons for people that, that really won't speak the truth, uh, who will just applaud everything that they do. Uh, they don't want correction. They don't want direction. They don't want honest feedback. And, um, and I believe that this is the biggest problem in Christianity. I think it's pride. Okay, in fact, it's not just the big, biggest problem in Christianity. I think it's the biggest problem in the world. It's pride. The guy that pushes the button that destroys the world, Okay, eventually, when that happens, if it ever happens, um, it will stem from pride. Christian leaders don't want to listen to others and learn from others because they're prideful. Okay, we as believers, we don't want to submit and listen to feedback because we're prideful. We want to do things our way. And God wants us to get off our our way train and to hold on to God. What's your way train? Where do you want to take me? What do you want me to learn? Um, So that's what I think is the biggest problem. I'm sure that every comment that you commented on what you think is the biggest problem in Christianity, if you narrow it down, it's quite possible that it stems from pride. I'm curious to go check it out when we're done. But he says, Solomon's going to say, if you want to have a better life, the life that has the blessing that God has for you and the ability to enjoy it, you have to ask yourself, am I ready to listen? Verse 5, let's look at this. It's better for a man to hear the rebuke of the wise than to hear the songs of fools. Hmm. Interesting. Who's your favorite musician right now? Song of Fools, man. If it's not rebuking you and calling you back to holiness and righteousness in Jesus Christ. Who's your best friend right now? If that best friend is not rebuking you and calling you to holiness and righteousness of Jesus, it's a song of fools. And then he's going to illustrate. Solomon loves illustrations. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, it's not like pot. This is like a, shouldn't have said that. What in the world? That was bad. Anyways, I didn't even think about it earlier when I was reading through this. Hopefully that made you laugh. Um, for as crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fools. Um, this also is vanity. What he's saying is, when you put fire, or you put, you know, 
uh, dry grass in the fire what happens like poof, big fire but no warmth it doesn't sustain you um, that's what it's like when you put thorns in the fire it just crackles and it burns but it doesn't really sustain the fire there's no warmth there's no substance there's no lasting endurance of that flame and he says man if you're listening to fools and they're just like wow you're so awesome you're so great and sadly gosh forgive me for saying this the church is full of fools man no one wants to speak the truth they're so worried about friendship they're so worried about how many people will show up to church they're so worried about oh no we lose the tithing instead of saying you're in sin you're a fool repent and one question that I always ask myself is am I willing to speak the truth even if it costs me my relationship now I've gotten advice from a lot of wise people saying hey man there's got to be grace and truth but you know what happens in the process of grace and truth they don't end up speaking the truth at all or the truth is so watered down you don't even know where the truth begins and where just flattery ends and Solomon is saying, listen man, it's not the pastor's job to sit out here and to dish out truth, but you got to seek for it. You got to be like, man, I don't know if I'm, I think I'm being very stupid in this, man. Help me understand this. Give me godly wisdom in this. Or are you just running after the people who'll be like, wow, so awesome. One of the things I hated in church meetings was when people would respond to everything as, wow, that's so cool. But no one stopped to say, is that what God wants us to do? It might be cool, but is it holy? It might be cool, but is this God's plan? It might be holy, but did you fast and pray about this? Or is it just cool? Sadly, man, we live our lives this way and we're not willing to listen to sound advice, to sound counsel. Wisdom's rebuke is better than a fool's laughter. And one of the best ways to learn how to live well in this vain world is to receive correction from people who are wiser than you are. Who do you get advice from? Just someone who's cool? You see, there are some people who are very successful, but they're not godly. Uh, I gotta say this. Some of these people might be pastors who are very successful, but not very godly. Because we're living in a day and age which frustrates me. The louder a person is, the more following they have. And the more following they have, whatever they say is taken as truth. Look at the media right now. The louder you get, and the more following you have, people just believe everything you say. We as believers, we've got to be sharp men, wise as serpents, and harmless as a dove. Not dumb as a doorknob. We've got to be smart, we've got to be wise, you've got to be careful with whose advice you're taking and who you're listening to. Before you make any major decisions in your life, the Bible says there's wisdom in the counsel of many. Don't be an arrogant fool who's listening to your own advice or just listening to your stupid friends or even worse listening to people on social media that you have no idea how they live their life you don't know how they treat their children how they treat their family how they treat their finances how much debt are they in sure it looks great they got a fancy car a big house in two months they can go bankrupt and you like an idiot would listen to them and soon you will end up in the same state are you ready to listen young people are you ready to listen I know you hate listening to your parents but would you listen to Jesus would you listen to words of wisdom that comes from the word of God? Or are you going to be dumb and listen to all your dumb idiotic friends and end up like them? You see, this is not... I really hope you don't hear this as me abusing you, man. Because this is something that... Forgive me. This is something that uh, frustrates me in this country. We're not... We don't judge people like the great saying from Martin Luther King. We don't judge people by the content of their character. We judge people by the noise they make. We judge people by the clothes they wear. We judge people by how loud they can pray and how much they can preach and how they sing. And Hey, a lot of those worship leaders, they sing well, they play the guitar well. Their life is empty, meaningless, not holy and honoring to God. What is wrong with you?
Why do you listen to them? Why do you dress like them? Why do you talk like them? Why do you follow their Instagram and their Facebook profiles? Why? Have I beat that point long enough? Okay, Levi's falling asleep over here. Luke chapter 6, verse 25. The second part of it, Jesus says, Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Okay, want to bring it a little serious now, okay? While you live this life, you can't think that you're fooling people around you and you're fooling God. And you can laugh your way till your deathbed. But one day, there's going to be a day when that laughter will end. And Jesus over here is talking about the final judgment that will come with fire when the foolish laughter will perish forever. There's nothing funny about death, and especially the death of a person who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. I want to ask you this question again, going back to our first point. Are you ready to die? Or do you have this fake strength that comes from fool's laughter that says, if I'm able to fool these guys, or if I get the approval of these guys, I'll be okay with Jesus. See, Jesus is not a fool, man. In fact, it says in the book of Proverbs chapter 14, verse 7, it says, stay away from fools, for you won't find knowledge on their lips. Stay away. Cut it off. Cut off that friendship. Unfollow that person. If that person's a fool, don't, don't have anything to do with it. Pride is a huge problem in the world. Pride is a huge problem in Christianity. And maybe after I said all of this, whether young or old, it's quite possible that you're writing me off right now. You're like, what do you know, man? But if you won't listen to my words, please listen to the words of Solomon, who was the wisest man who ever lived. He tells us, and by the way, we're in chapter 7, we're halfway there in the book of Ecclesiastes. How cool is that? Or a little more than halfway. He says that living for pleasure and working for selfish gain is striving after the wind. And if you don't want to listen to Solomon, thinking he was just another idiot, listen to Jesus, who was wiser than Solomon. He says, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Kind of reflecting what Solomon says. If you're just working for what you can get, the people that you can fool, the friends that you have, you're striving after wind. And Jesus says, man, instead store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. In other words, live with an eternal perspective. Live with eternal wisdom. Live with eternal friendships. Solomon says that two are better than one. You guys remember that? Two are better than one. In facing all of the toil and trials of this life, Jesus says something very similar, except it's better because he's wiser than Solomon. He says, Two is better than one, and that's why I promise you I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. A fool would laugh and then would leave. When he finds someone cooler than you, Jesus says, I will never leave you, man. Even when you sin, even when you fail, even when you betrayed me, you flipped me off. You might have walked a thousand steps away, I'm only one step back, I will never leave you, because yes, two is better than one, I'm with you always, even unto the ends of the age. Solomon tells us that um, we should be careful when we make a promise to God, because God keeps all his promises, and he expects you to keep all of the promises that you make to him. Jesus says a very similar thing and his promises are better. His counsel and wisdom is better because he's smarter than Solomon when he says, I will keep my promise and this is a promise that he makes to us. He says, my sheep, they hear my voice and nothing can snatch them out of my hand. My sheep hear my voice, nothing can snatch them. If you're not willing to listen to me, please listen to Solomon. If you're not willing to listen to Solomon, listen to Jesus. He's God incarnate makes promises that he will keep and he says my sheep they will hear my voice whose voice are you listening to and when you listen to his conviction when you listen to his word come alive are you ready to listen to act upon it Solomon says that God has appointed a time for everything under the sun a time to be born and a time to die 
and Jesus does one better because he's smarter and wiser than Solomon he says hey and when you die I'm gonna be the one that judges you so when we ask the first question are you ready to die really it's asking do you know that Jesus sees your character he sees you perfume is not gonna cover it are you ready to meet him and when we ask the, ourselves the question are you ready to listen really what we're asking is have you been listening to Jesus man have you been listening to his word of counsel have you been listening to his advice and walking in his ways it says in Proverbs chapter 14 verse 8 the prudent understand where they are going but fools they deceive themselves are you deceiving yourself listen church I love you whoever you are that's that's leaning in and listening right now I'm so glad you're doing this and I believe these, is a, these are questions that will change your life forever are you deceiving yourself listen just between you and God now he knows your heart he knows where you are have you been deceiving yourself living in sin living in unrepentance and you've been betraying him you're taking the counsel of everybody else you're taking the counsel of your own imagination you're twisting scripture are you deceiving yourself because the Bible says the prudent understand where they're going but fools deceive themselves and then he says fools make fun of guilt but the godly acknowledge it and seek reconciliation you see what these two verses in Proverbs 14 is really saying is hey come back to the good news come back to the good news Jesus' promise is still that my sheep hear my voice that means he's still speaking are you listening are you ready to listen who do you get your advice and counsel from are these people people who will tell you the truth even if it costs them your relationship those are people that you want to surround yourself with those are people who bring things back to scripture bring things back to who Jesus is bring things back to godly living I'm not talking about a religious uh, you know uh, leash around your neck I'm talking about freedom that comes from knowing the truth and walking in that truth. Freedom that comes from knowing how much Jesus loves you and causing you to walk and talk and smell like Him. Do you listen to the Word of God or do you modify it to fit your lifestyle or theology or your denomination? Who are you listening to, man? What are you listening to? What ways are you walking in? Are you ready for question number three? Little stretch over here this seat is super hard and it hurts me real bad just for you hold on oh there we go my back hurts man question number three are you ready alright three questions that should change your life Solomon so far he's asked two deep introspective questions and now he comes to question three wait for it wait for it you ready you ready wait for it there's the third question are you ready to be patient ha 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 you see what I did over there made you wait for it made you be patient anyways it was funny when I thought it in my head my wife laughed when I said it that's all the time we have for today but we would like to hear from you our address is P.O. Box 2014 Eagle Idaho 83616 you can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app available in your app store